Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This will be for Judges chapter 6. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, and because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. And they encamped against them, and destroyed the increase of the earth, or produce, till thou come unto Gaza, and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep, nor ox, nor ass. For they came up with their cattle in their tents, and they came up as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, I brought, up, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all that oppressed you, and drave them out from before you, and gave you, your, gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God, fear or Hebrew, also do not reverence honor, fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. The Midianites and the Amalekites were the children of the desert, who through their roving habits, which begot naturally a desire for plunder, led them into a systematic practice of robbing the Israelites. During the seasons of harvest, they came from the deserts on the south and east like great swarms of locusts, and carried away the corn or grain and the livestock upon which the Israelites subsisted. That sounds a lot like the Gadiantans as they were uh, in the book of Helaman. For seven years Israel was thus impoverished and adopted every means at their command to conceal their poverty and to hide themselves from the dangers of slaughter by the Midianites. In that, in that period, through southern Palestine, they made caverns in the earth that may still be seen. In, in time, however, they, they came to feel so deeply their suffering and humiliation that they appealed to Jehovah, the God who had, they had forsaken in their worship. He was their last refuge, their last means of escape from the awful bondage of those times. That was by Tanner in the Old Testament studies. Verse 11, And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained or belonged unto Joash the Eberzite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this my, thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I, have, shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. 
And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee, and bring forth my present, and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come again. And Gideon went in and made ready a kid and unleavened cakes for an ephah, of an ephah of flour. <clears throat> the flesh he put in a basket, and he put the broth in a pot, and brought it out unto him under the oak, and presented it. And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes, and lay them upon this rock, and pour out the broth. And he did so. And the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand, and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And there rose up fire out of the rock, and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord, and called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day it is yet in Ophrah of the Abizarites. When Gideon asked for a sign, he seemed only to want a sign that the messenger was a bona fide emissary of the Lord. On this point, note that messengers may sometimes be from the wrong source and discernment is important. So you can check section 129 on how to deal with that. Signs may be given based upon man's faith and will uh, and the will of God. When Gideon made a meal of meat, cakes, and broth, and the angel turned it into a miraculous burnt offering, this sign quite overwhelmed Gideon, but the Lord kindly gave him comfort and peace. And Gideon gratefully named the monument he built there, Lord of Peace. Verse 25, And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father hath, and cut down the grove. Hebrew, Asherah, the pole or tree representing a fertility goddess that is by it, and build an altar unto me, the Lord thy God, upon the top of this rock or stronghold in the ordered place, and take the second bullock and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove which thou shalt cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants, and did as the Lord had said unto him, and so it was, because he feared his father's household, and the men of the city, that he could not do it by day, that he did it by night. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was cut down, and the grove was cut down that was by it, and the second bullock was offered upon the altar that was built. And they said one to another, Who hath done this thing? And when they inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, hath done this thing. Then the men of the city said unto Joash, Bring out thy son, that, we, that he may die, because he hath cast down the altar of Baal, and because he hath cut down the grove that was by it. And Josh, Joash said unto all that stood against him, Will ye plead for Baal? Will, he, will ye save him? He that will plead for him, let him be put to death, whilst it is yet morning, or before morning. If he be a god, let him plead for himself, because one hath cast down his altar. Therefore on that day he called him Jerubbaal, Gideon's other name, saying, Let Baal plead against him, beneath, or because he hath thrown down his altar. Gideon's father Joash owned a grove and an altar dedicated to the false god Baal. Groves of trees played a prominent part in ancient heathen worship. Since it was thought wrong to shut up the gods with walls, groves of trees were often used as natural temples. Within the groves, the immoral rites of the heathen religions were performed. Gideon and ten other men followed the Lord's commandment to tear down the grove and the altar and in their place erect an altar to Jehovah. 
The men of the city cried for Gideon's death, but Joash defended his son's actions. Joash named Gideon Jerubbaal, let Baal plead, meaning that if Baal was upset by Gideon's actions, Baal could defend his own cause. The name Jerubbaal remained with Gideon on some occasions thereafter. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 33, Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the children of the east were gathered together and went over and pitched in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, and Abiezer was gathered after him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, and also was gathered after him. And he sent messengers unto Asher, and unto Zebulun, and unto Naphtali, and they came up to meet him. And Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor, and if the dew be on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all the earth beside, then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said. And it was so, for he rose up early on the morrow, and thrust the fleece together, and and wringed out of the dew of the fleece a bowl full of water. And Gideon said unto God, Let not thine anger be hot against me, and I will speak unto thee but this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, but this once with the fleece. Let it now be dry upon only only upon the fleece and upon all the ground there be let there be dew and God did so that night for it was dry upon the fleece only and there was dew on all the ground Gideon asks the Lord for a sign to show that the Lord was with him in this endeavor the symbolical meaning of the sign is plain Israel was like that fleece of wool spread on the wide extent of the nations but whereas all the ground around was dry Israel was filled with the dew as a symbol of the divine blessing And the second sign meant that it was equally of God when during Israel's apostasy the ground all around was wet and the fleece of Jehovah's flock alone left dry. That was by Edersheim. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.